This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Wendy. And welcome to the Toasted Marshmallow Adventures podcast. Today, via Zoom, we have comedian Gabriel Rutledge with us. Thank you so much for being here. Um, first <laughs> off, since we are on a podcast, let's just touch yeah. on your podcast yes. real quick. Oh, Drive sure. Home. Just started yeah. it again, right? I, ju- I, just, I just started it again. I've had um, a lot of uh, podcasts over the years. Oh, have oh, you? Really? Uh, Tell uh, us. Uh, but, you know, uh, this... The most I used to do one with my wife called the Rutledges. Oh, cool! Uh, and uh, this this one, the drive home is uh, the idea is I record it in the car on the drive home after the show mm-hmm. uh, with that on sort of. Uh, uh, no, I I got a whole camera crew in there. No, just my. Phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like dang. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, yeah, there's some. Uh, I got to keep it somewhat safe. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, can I say, by the way, I already regret how I have my phone set up. I have a real weird, like, drug counselor posture. Oh, right yeah. Now. Yeah, you like, are. I'm just, I'm just, like, leaned over, like, yeah. don't make the same Let's mistakes I did, kids. talk about your problems. <laughs> now, you guys. <laughs> Feelings don't need marijuana. That's right. what I'm trying no. to tell the kids. No. <laughs> so, um, so, the drive home. Uh, drive home, yeah. Go ahead, and I, uh, from what I understand, it's uh, you driving home after shows, and you just record yourself. Yep, that's uh, that's that's what I do. It's just me. I mean, I I, I play a lot of uh, if I'm talking about something that happened at the show, I'll play an audio clip of the oh, of the show, and uh, you know, sometimes it's not just comedy talk; it's uh, whatever uh, pops into my head. When you're recording by yourself, it's a real journey of. Yeah. It's you know what I mean? It'll come out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's times where I'm like, how did we get here? But I I, I say that like someone else led me there, right. and I'm yeah. like, it's just me. It's, it's just, just me. Here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, now you did another one. You said called the Rutledges, and have you had any more over the years? Uh, I did one. I two versions of one with my wife. Uh, called uh, the Rutledges. We did it for like three years. Wow. Like really I can't remember the years. I think we quit in like 2015, 16. It was like early. It was like an wow. early. Impressive. Uh, and then I I did I did one on my own and then um when COVID started, I I started doing a podcast with my wife again because we're like, "Hey, we're home now." Yeah. We're going to have exactly. so much time. And that was so not true uh, <laughs> because all of a sudden we were running a homeschool. Right. Uh, all the, you know what I mean? I haven't, I haven't had a, I, I haven't had a minute to myself since March 12th, 2020. <laughs> uh, so, three kids, right? Yeah. Yeah, wow. exactly. 
one of them's in college now, but, uh, but yeah, so we did that. We did that for a while. And then, uh, now it's just, just back to me, uh, rambling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my way through a country. No, what is, no, no. Thank, thank God. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> it's bad enough. <laughs> it's bad enough. There's one person in the house walking around going like, what's funnier, raisin bran or cornflakes? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't need two of those people. Yeah. Did you ever find no, she, out? You know, I think it depends on the joke, but I'm going to go with cornflakes. I think that the hard consonant sound is usually the funnier. That's what, oh, like if, okay. if the punchline is a, like Buick is funnier than Hyundai. Oh, I yeah. hear it. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Yeah. So, uh, so cornflakes well, so, it is. <laughs> so that's why I record my podcast from a Kia. <laughs> a kia nice. nice is it a soul no oh i wish what am i rockefeller what, are you kidding me so it's a 2015 kia rio nice. uh, last known i mean i bought it new and it has hand crank windows dang nice. <laughs> wow and no so power do locks. this to, you know yeah it actually means not... yeah not this not roll it no no <laughs> but i when i bought it it was the only one okay i i was driving a different kia and it was dying mm -hmm. but i i was in the process of buying a new car but like i was i was in uh i was coming back from idaho and I live in Olympia, Washington, my, all of a sudden my car's going 30 miles an hour. Oh. Something's wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I literally pulled over <laughs> Googled nearest Kia dealership. <laughs> it was tri cities, Washington. Right. Uh, it should have been an hour and a half drive, but I was going 30 miles an hour in the shoulder the whole way. <laughs> oh God. Cause I already knew what I wanted to buy. I'd done the research and everything. And, and yeah. so I, I went in to this dealership just, coasting in you know and then you know the trade-ins like nothing or whatever but i was just like oh no yeah here you go like trying it's to a great real car quick. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they only had one kia rio on the lot they're like it's actually a little cheaper because it doesn't have power windows and it doesn't have uh wow. power locks and i i was like who cares i think i saved like 1200 bucks or something wow a, a month later I would have paid $2,000 to have power locks and power windows. Stop doing oh my this. God. I'm like, what, what am I living in the nineties? What is, what am I doing? Yeah. This is, and the door, the locks, I, everyone in my car, I have to tell them you got to lock the door when you get out because there's no, <laughs> oh, that's there's true. no, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and to unlock the back door, you got to reach through the front oh, door. I remember. I'm, yeah. I know. I'm, you remember I'm over. living it. I'm living it yeah uh, geez <laughs> so when, whenever the next car comes i'm like i i uh i think it's <laughs> i don't think you could probably find it yeah i know yeah you're gonna love it <laughs> yeah i am gonna love it i'll just be rolling my window up and down yeah. all day like, watch yeah, this until you break it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know that's hilarious because we both have kia souls yeah <laughs> they're inexpensive they yeah. so far have ran great yeah <laughs> And this podcast the, is brought to you by Kia. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They should sponsor us. <laughs> I've had a lot of Kias because they, they I mean, uh, this does sound like an ad, but like once you buy one, they're like, they give you like loyalty discounts and stuff. Yeah. So like they got me. I, I've had like yeah. four or five of them, yeah. you know? Wow. Yeah. I know. <laughs>
can never get out of the Kia family. <laughs> I know. Like you try to leave, they pull you back in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, I was thinking about a Ford. They're like, what'd you say? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we listened. Well, we walked to Home Depot this morning. We got a wild hair. We're trying to get our 10,000 steps in. We needed oh, good a for shovel. You. We live about a mile from Home Depot. So we walked there. While listening to Jokes versus Boise in earpieces. Oh, yeah, awesome. good stuff. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Even before, even before I talk about that, I want to talk about what it looks like to walk back with a <laughs> shovel. Well, he had a hoe. I had a shovel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just walking down the street. With we them. did pass people, and they kind of went wide. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably a few 911 calls that yeah. were like, I don't know what I'm reporting, but this looks bad. I don't. Right. There's... <laughs> yeah. So that was a uh, fun way to walk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That was, um, you know, I, I had no intention of ever putting that out as a full thing, which is, mm-hmm. I, I think is kind of why I like it. Because sometimes yeah. when when you're recording something where you're like, oh, this is, I hope everything goes well. This right. is the night. Mm. It does have a different energy sometimes. And uh, so that jokes versus Boise, it's, it's kind of beautifully imperfect. Like there's jokes that get interrupted from drunk people. There's, mm-hmm. it wasn't exactly the set I would have chosen to put out, but it's like, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy, I thought it felt really live and i thought it felt like really like a comedy club experience definitely yeah and so uh yeah i'm uh i'm happy i i uh i put that one out and was that filmed at liquid that was filmed at yeah it was filmed at at liquid Liquid laughs in i think i think 2019 i think i think that's i think that's when i when i filmed it yeah wow yeah liquid laughs is no more yeah. I know, I yeah. I know, but I do I do love uh, Lounge at the End of the Universe. I'm glad I have a spot to keep going in Boise, and I've known yeah. those I've known those people from Liquid. I've known them from before Jen? Liquid laughs. Yeah. I've known Jen. Yeah. I've known Brian. You know, so oh, uh, cool. Yeah, I'm happy to. Uh, I mean, I met Brian when it was the Funny Bone. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that that long ago. Uh, and uh, Boise has always been. Uh, when people around the country ask me like, where do you like to go? And it's like, I think they think I'm going to say New York city Anywhere or else, something <laughs> like that. But I, I bring up Boise a lot. I'm like, you know, uh, Oh, I like going to Boise. I like going to Tucson. I like, going. it's not exactly where you'd expect, but it's yeah. because it's, it's good. Uh, it's good comedy towns. And I also think there's something, this is a non-political statement, mm-hmm. <laughs> but a blue city in a red state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good vibe. I feel. I feel like yeah. that's. It's um, like Seattle's a little too blue, <laughs> right? Yeah. Sometimes for comedy audiences, I. But it's like, uh, some places are a little too red for a comedy mm-hmm. audience. But that that blue city in a red state, Louisville, Boise, Austin, yeah, uh, that kind of thing. It's it. It. I really. I seem to. Uh, I enjoy that as a, as a demographic. Is that a, is it a much different crowd than if you are in like a, a blue state or blue? It, it can be, it it's, I don't have an act where um, I, I guess I sort of 
give the audience the gift of not knowing how the person next to you feels about politics mm -hmm. for the night. Well, yeah. You know, I, I'm not. That is a gift. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I think I accidentally kind of did that in the beginning. And as time went on, I'm like, I want, I, I think this is like, I think it is a gift. I think it is an important night for people to go out and, uh, and laugh at what we have in common as opposed to think about what we don't have in oh, common. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially now. Yeah, yeah ab ab absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, um, so it's, uh, yeah, each, I would say the, the more liberal the audience, um, the more likely you are to hear this noise. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, sort of, sort of like, Oh, don't, you even if it's self-deprecating, like don't say that about yourself, right. you know. You know. <laughs> um, and but I also, I mean, I, I, it doesn't matter. There's hardly anywhere I go where I have to make a ton of changes to my act or like, oh, I'm here, so I better not talk about this topic. I, right. That's just not. It's not something I have to worry about. And uh, I, uh, you know, I'm from Olympia, Washington, and uh, so I'm sort of I'm used to the. Uh, you know, I was a punk rock kid and I am, you know, I am, as you get older, I suppose, if you start out really liberal, as you get older, you move to the middle, I suppose is how it works. But I'm not, I, that's, I'm used to that, you know, um, I'm, I live in a place that is very liberal. So I, I am used to that, but I, yeah. uh, it, it's, uh, yeah, I really don't, I think people think my act is always changing, but I think people think I change it more based on where I am more oh, than wow. actually, more than actually happens. Like I'm in Tucson right now. I'm going to be in Boise next week. It, it, it's going to be pretty much the same thing. You know, there's right. not going to be, you yeah. know, there's always, there's always something a little different about every place, but it's not, it's not going to be um, like, Oh, I'm going to, I have to drop this 10 minutes because they won't. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah Does yeah. your wife travel with you? Uh, occasionally I, I try to, you know, the stuff that's, we have three kids, so it's hard. She has a job. Um, yeah. Uh, she, I try, she's gone with me to Vegas before. I try to get her to come to the fun stuff, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as, as opposed to, uh, you know, you want to go to the Super 8 in Ellensburg, Washington. Second honeymoon. Sure, you have to stop and pee there. It's a lot. <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, and my kids, same with my kids, like they, they don't love to drive a long way and I can't afford to fly them places. So it's like the stuff that's kind of closer to home isn't necessarily like, um, yeah, it's like you want to go to, like I said, Ellensburg or Yakima or yeah. uh, that kind of thing. It's not like, um, it's not like, hey, I'm going to Chicago. Let's bring the family because right. then I wouldn't make any money, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of changing your act now, I didn't see if you've already done it or if it's coming out in the future, but uh dry bar comedy special, is that already out? Yes. Uh, well, okay. it, it's the whole special is now. There's a couple of clips that are out on Facebook, a couple clips out on YouTube, one on Instagram. Oh, gotcha. So, um, and eventually the whole thing will be out and that's, that's fun because it's more, it's just more eyeballs than I can of get on course. my own. Yeah. You know, it, it's, um, it's a, it, you know, it, they're clean comedy specials. That's yeah. their whole thing. And, uh, I was a little hesitant about that because 
you know, I can work clean. I do work clean. I do private events where I have to all the time. It's, it's, I even take some pride in the fact that I can work clean. Correct. At the, yeah. at the same time, I'm not sure I want to be known as a clean comedian. I, yeah. you know, I, I'm a little bit of a repressed church kid growing up and I kind of like yeah. swearing. I like talking about <laughs> sex on stage. You know what I mean? That's kind <laughs> of why course, I do this. Yeah. And so, uh, it's, um, so I was a little hesitant to do it. Uh, but, um, and there's been a few, I get a few comments. People will go watch a, a dry bar thing, go to my YouTube page. They'll watch jokes versus Boise and they'll be like, I don't care for the language. There's a few of those. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's like, you know, whatever. That's the, the price of having a public, the price of putting things out is uh, you have to hear some harsh comments. Uh, yeah. Yep. So I'm, I'm tougher than I used to be. And I also, I know from my female comedian friends that I don't get it nearly as bad as they do. Oh, as far really? as, oh, brutal online comments. Really? Wow. Just gross stuff, gross stuff. And, um, you know, most of my complaints are like, you know, it's what, if someone says you're not funny or I hope you have a day job. Okay. Yeah. I, I wish you would have liked it, whatever. But some of the stuff is just, it's very odd. Uh, it'll be, uh, <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> it's a lot of, well, I get a lot of, uh, Dave Grohl comments, okay. uh, mm -hmm. from the, from the Foo Fighters yeah. and, um, uh, it's, I, I understand that, but it's especially on TikTok. It's just like every day, more Dave Grohl comments and some <laughs> of them, I don't know when everyone got so funny, just general public, <laughs> everything is like a roast battle now, Yeah, yeah. but someone wrote something so hurtful and so hilarious. <laughs> they wrote, this guy looks like Dave Grohl if he slept with his eyes open. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so funny. Like, that's <laughs> so, like, I might have said that about myself on stage. Yeah. <laughs> like, and can this I is, yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, it's just like, whatever, Tim32 at, you know what I mean? It's yeah, just some exactly. random user. I'm just yeah. like, oh. uh, so yeah, it, there, sometimes you do, I do have to like step away from comments because it, it yeah. is like, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to do. I mean, but that's how it works. They're mo it's overwhelmingly positive, but I find yeah. the negative ones, you know, yeah. uh, I find the negative ones. And I guess there's a part of me that goes, they're right. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, our first uh, YouTube comment on my laugh during a, a podcast. Somebody said, I almost couldn't make it through the podcast. That lady's, you know, cackle. Oh. And I hate my laugh also. So I was like, <laughs> totally agree with you. Thanks for sticking with it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but see, that's that's what's hard about uh, doing anything like that. It's, it's something you're insecure about or they give you something new. Exactly. Yeah, they're just about. picking you apart. Yeah. Where they're yeah. like. You know, I've, I've, uh, I had a comment once about how I picked up a drink on stage, didn't drink it and put it back down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you got me. I thought I was yeah. thirsty. I changed my mind. I don't right. know what you want from me. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think you got to have thick skin. Yeah, definitely. I think if you're in the public eye at all, you got to have thick skin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ab absolutely. Uh, and it is, it's thicker than it used to be. And that's, in a weird way, it's a sign of success because yep. if I put out something on my on my Twitter or my Facebook or whatever, most of the people who see it are they already know who I am. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, you know, good for you, mostly positive. But if it's something like dry bar or TikTok where it just shows up. Yeah. They, they didn't ask to look at it. Yeah. It just shows up. It is, it's a, yeah. you are going to get some comments that are like, who the hell is this guy? Or, <laughs> uh, you know, there was a, a comment argument. I was not a part of it, but there, so I had a jokes about having long hair. And someone in the comments was like, this guy's funny, but he doesn't have long hair. It's not long hair until it reaches your belt. What? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Clearly, it's just some guy who has hair that long who wants to yeah, be the only guy yeah. with long hair. And I, I I, didn't respond, but there's this other argument. Other people are arguing with him. And I, you know, all I can think is like, that's too, I mean, when, <laughs> not to be crude, but when you're on the toilet and you have to worry about your hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That may be too yeah. long. That may be too long. Where you have to do a, a hair flip on your back to make right. sure everything. Yeah. Make sure that's like that. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, maybe that would, uh, oh. some sort of religious cult where you wear all denim. That's like <laughs> maybe that's hair to your <laughs> to your yeah, belt right. or <laughs> a couple of country singers. But let's not get carried away here. Yeah. <laughs> but again, to watch a comedy clip and go like. He's all right, but if he thinks that's long hair, he's full of like, shit. I know like, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. Okay. Type it out. Here we go. Send. You know, to spend much. your time yeah. doing that is amazing yeah. to me. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, but that's you know that's uh, again that's. I think that clip had two hundred fifty thousand views. A couple Perfect. people didn't like it. Who cares? You yeah, know what exactly. You go, yeah. So. <laughs> so we saw a picture of you without the long hair. I don't remember sure. what oh. year that was. You I think started, that was on your website. Yeah, you started growing it when you were forty. When I was forty, wow. uh, and I'm I'm forty eight now. Um, nice job. Yeah, I, <laughs> well, that's why you do it at at yeah. forty because you're like, hey, I think I can still do it. Well, see, you know, some of, yeah. Not me, no. <laughs> you know what? I will say you have a very nice shaped head. That's important. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> some, some people shave the head and uh, yeah. you're like, ah, oh, you might have needed this. SNL. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it's going bald. So, you know, you just have to shave it off at that point. Absolutely. There's nothing. That's yeah. the move. I would do the same thing. Yeah. I told my wife, you know, I'm in pretty good shape at 48 for hair. Yeah. But it's yeah. like. It's like I told my wife, I'm like, if it starts to go, I need your honesty. I yeah, <laughs> I do not want to be 62 with a skullet. Uh, the, yeah. the horseshoe in the it, yeah. Or, long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep, you know, that's only thing still there is like three strands in the back. It's like, it's not, <laughs> it's like an aging rat tail because that's your only choice. You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, so, and I'm like, if you do that deal for me, I will talk you out of getting bangs twice a year. <laughs> i think that's what love is i'm not sure i think it's close yeah (laughs) is it naturally that color it's so much lighter than your beard uh it is naturally that color that is it is it looks like i have highlighted it in some way it's just a lot of colors working together and it's not the same as the beard the beard's a little grayer i don't know what's going on uh (laughs) you ever get an urge to cut it all off occasionally it's yeah. a lot of it's a lot of work that sounds sad but it's like i mean you know it's a lot of like um you know hair management is a little more than it used to be yeah. uh you blow what, what it dry? I, no I, I occasionally occasionally yeah. i do but not not every day if i have something to do i'll blow it dry but yeah. um 
it's uh what I save on haircuts, I probably spend in conditioner, you know, probably balance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pantene. That's whenever the amount of audience members that have just yelled out, what shampoo do you use? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> in my life. So <laughs> I, yeah. the answer is Pantene. And I know that makes people mad. Who, I said that recently to my hair lady and she was mad at me. Oh, they that don't. They get so mad. Yeah, because they, <laughs> they want to sell you something they use on Very horse expensive. manes that's $1,000 an ounce or something. Yeah. <laughs> but before I had long hair, I thought Pantene was the good shit. I thought I still kind of think it is. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I'm like, I don't use Swab 5 and one anymore. <laughs> Yeah, five and one. Or you can clean your floor as well. (laughs) Clean the floor, body wash, oil in your car, like hair, conditioner, all those things. You're all set. I mean, Pantene's at least middle shelf, right? Like it was. I thought so too, but yeah, that's no. I mean, I guess it's a step above like white rain or something like that. (laughs) I have middle shelf shampoo, bottom shelf liquor. That is really my personality. Perfect. Yeah. White rain. Yeah. It sounds like a, a terrible rapper, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the NFT. Oh, you. Oh, my goodness. What the heck? Yeah. Tell us about. Because I don't fully, everything you know about NFT. I don't fully understand the NFT thing yeah. yet. So give us your well, knowledge. Well, unfortunately, I'm already done telling you everything I oh, understand about that NFT. That. Ah. I. I. I, I well, there's this company I worked with. Um, if you go, if you go to my in any of my social media, if you go to my link tree, you can get to this hologram of me performing comedy. Uh, okay. And you can, it's really bizarre. It's like you can do it on your phone, and it's like so. It's like a 3D image of me that you can zoom up huge, or you can uh-huh. make it tiny, uh, and it's just me performing like a couple minutes of comedy, huh. and then out of that. They made an NFT non-fungible token. Mm-hmm. Uh, you That's had a good run. Fungible ones, fungible tokens. But your time is up. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and I don't really know what it means other than it's like a digital something that you can own, and yeah. um, and then you can sell it. Yep, you can. Once you buy it, you can sell it. Your little. I don't really understand it, um, but if you if you want to buy a NFT of me performing comedy as a hologram, it's a crazy world, but you can do that. Uh, <laughs> okay, amazing. I went to your link tree, and I must have missed that <laughs> altogether. Well, I saw it somewhere. Yeah, it, it might be a little farther down, but there there is a it, it it is a hologram thing, and you don't have to download anything either. You just it's just on your smartphone. Oh. Uh, you can just like make me do comedy like whatever in your cat bowl uh <laughs> any any anywhere you want but it is it's also this weird like in a, in a weird way i think uh covid like everything went more online right yeah i mean even what we're doing right now no one was doing that for podcasts no one was zooming podcasts no, no. <laughs> you know um but it's in a weird way, like everything went more online, but it also, I think it really showed we're not quite as far into the future as we kind of thought we were as far, like even, I, mean, I shouldn't say this about my own NFT, about my own <laughs> digital thing, where it's like, you look at it and you go, that's really cool, but that's it. Yeah. It's not, it's not necessarily, it's, 
it's cool you can watch a hologram of me do comedy, but it, th that in no way replaces any sort of actually watching a person do comedy no. yeah. in, yeah. in a room or recorded or, you know, so it, I know everything's going, what are they, metaverse? Is that what it's called? Yeah, meta. Yeah, yeah, people talk about that and people, you know, when I was a kid, we talked about how crazy video games were going to be in the future and they kind of are like you can buy oculus but stuff and you can do that stuff but all of my kids play the same games i played they're oh. playing super mario brothers they're playing yeah. mario kart they're they're, they're doing mario like kart. eight <laughs> bit things yeah you know what i mean so it's like we're still there's like a yeah the, don't i think cars would be flying by now i think we yeah, did, yeah. <laughs> and i think that's the that's the balance between tech people and art is uh, where it's like, look how cool this is. And then the artist goes like, yeah, but it's not that cool. Right. It's, 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 it's only the technology is amazing, yeah. but I'm not in the technology business. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm not, yeah. uh, you know, so I don't, it, I don't think that um, it works if you work at an office and you can work from your house now, but there's still, if anything, it if anything, the pandemic showed how much, like human interaction is still a necessary part oh, gosh, of being yes. alive. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's, it's even, um, it's even, I mean, this is kind of corny, but I there was a point in 2020 where I remembered I was at my favorite bar, maybe in the world in Chicago. It, it's called uh, the ale house. It's like a historic bar right next to Zany's comedy club. And I remembered I had recorded audio of the bar the mm. year before i was just in this bar and i was like this sounds amazing because it was just there's the jukebox there's people arguing and laughing and just glasses clinking just this cacophony of humanity you know what i mean <laughs> i was like this bar sounds i never had the thought in my life that this bar sounds cool but i did and i just i made a little voice memo on my phone for like 30 seconds and then in 2020 when no one was going anywhere I remembered I had that recording and I, I was like listening to it. And I like, I wasn't like teary eyed, but it was like, I was like, I, this sound, this sound of like yeah. humanity together. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that it now sounds terrifying. And at that time, right. You know, w when I kind of dedicated my entire, almost my entire adult life to being in crowded rooms, telling jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every, every everything that we love about a venue low ceilings people are packed in uh you know all that stuff it was like reading a list of the most dangerous activities right. yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah so i'm like oh man i mean i i knew it was non-essential before but <laughs> you know what i mean when you get that stamp on you like chunk non-essential you're like oh yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, do Zoom shows during the pandemic or no? I, I, I did. I mean, look, by the end, by the time 2021 started, if you told me, uh, I want you to do comedy on the back of a moving truck on the freeway, we're going to Zoom it uh, into people's homes. I would have been like, all right, fine. Let's do it. Like, yeah. I was just, it. I was just so a combination of, of having done so many uncomfortable things already and just being a little dead inside <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, uh, because some of them, some zoom shows were fun. 
Mm -hmm. Um, But some of them were, you know, everyone's muted. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm I'm telling jokes. I'm looking at. I mean, like that guy smiled. Is that a successful joke? I don't. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it 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 was really. Some of them were really painful. Some of them were, especially in the beginning when we didn't really know what it meant. And I'd be watching, you know, I can see everyone else's little square and it's like, you know, there's a guy shopping, he's buying eggs while I'm telling him jokes about oh, my geez. kids, you know, <laughs> uh, I, there's this couple sitting on a porch and I see them waving. And so I st- I'm waving back and then oh, I realize they're waving at their neighbors. Oh, God. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, geez. and then you're like, I, I wish they were unmuted. And then they do that. And then their dog starts barking oh, and you're just like, this is, man, this is, uh, this is maybe worse than not doing comedy because I don't. I, <laughs> Jeez. So were you basically at home for a year or longer? Well, kind of. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely, I thought about canceling, <laughs> but I never did. Says a lot about the addiction of doing comedy for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the government's like, I'll give you money to stay home. And I'm like, I'm still going. Uh, <laughs> but I, there were places that were, I live in Washington state. It was very shut down, but I was going to like Oklahoma, Kansas, oh, places wow. that like that, that it, they didn't cancel. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm like, I guess I'll go, you know, oh, I yeah. guess so. Um, and it wasn't fun because even though they were open, it was limited capacity and wow. they weren't, they weren't even reaching that limited capacity, you oh. know? So it was like, I don't, I don't think I did a show for more than 60 people in a room in like 12 or 14 months. Wow. Um, so, uh, it, yeah, it was, it was hard. And they also felt like it's just a very difficult, as much as we don't know now still about COVID, we yeah. knew even less then. Yeah. And it's, it's, there's the, there's the judgment of people uh, on people that were still doing comedy, like you're gonna kill my grandma if you do this, yeah. and uh, and I'm just like I'm just trying to stay in this business, and I don't want to cancel on these people, and uh, you know yeah. I'm I'm balancing all of that with my own. If I get sick, I'm gonna feel like such an idiot, right? Uh, you know all that stuff, especially back in the time where we were washing our groceries off before we, you know, (laughs) I actually never did that, but some people, you know what I mean? It was in the beginning, it was, it was very paranoid, scary time. And Mm -hmm. so it, yeah, it was, it was a pretty, um, it was a pretty, 2020 was like pretty crazy for everyone, but definitely me included. I was, I was delivering groceries for Walmart. I hadn't had a real job in 15 years more. And, you know, I just, there just wasn't enough comedy. So I was, uh, I was delivering groceries for a while and uh, I actually kind of miss it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. There's something very, uh, comedy is so, um, uh, I don't know what the word is, but it's not, it's not simple. It's, 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 there's something about, I get a ping on my phone. 
I go to Walmart, I pick up some groceries, I deliver it to someone's house, I hit a button on my phone, yeah. that's over, they yeah. give me a little bit of money. It was so satisfying in a way that comedy's not. Comedy's mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah. there's probably someone I should be emailing right now. What should I be doing right now? Right, like, uh, yeah. I should be, yeah, I, I, I should be writing a joke. I should be right. doing this. I should be doing, you know, there's always like, there's no beginning or end to comedy. Yeah. Uh, off stage anyway, on stage there is, but off stage, it, it, it kind of never, you never clock out in a weird way. So yeah. I was very, I hadn't had a job. <laughs> I've, I've been a professional comedian. I, I had this loophole in adulthood <laughs> that, uh, I'd been doing for so long that I hadn't, um, I did, I did find it. And plus I was kind of bored. And so it was to have something to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I missed my kids when I travel a lot. I miss my kids, but during 2020, I missed missing my kids. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. we all miss missing <laughs> each other. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you write during the pandemic? I've heard a lot of comedians be like it was hard to write because you weren't getting yeah. out and being around people the same way and yeah when i when i was on the times i was on stage which was pretty infrequent it was more remembering my jokes than than writing new ones yeah but i did write some stuff that um there was a lot of stuff that i was doing in zoom shows that was like for that week you know some of it wasn't stuff you could keep doing it was just like mm -hmm. a brief some of it didn't make it out of zoom i i did i wrote a I wrote a book in 2020 that is not out yet. Was it? Um, we have uh, two listed. I, I what's that? We have happiness isn't funny. True stories. Yes, I wrote. There's I no wrote, effing way you're getting a pony. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the happiness isn't funny. True stories of a road comic. I wrote it in 2010. It came out kind of later, but um, and it was like this year long journal of um you know, my travels, my home life, just sort of the idea of like, you hear a lot of stand-up comedy stories from people who are now wildly successful. Mm -hmm. And at, especially at that time, it was like, hey, I'm on this journey. Things are kind of working out. I don't know where this is going. I don't know if I'm paying my dues or this is as good as it gets. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, I thought that was kind of a more interesting story. And so that was 2010. And in 2020, I thought, okay, it's been 10 years. I'm at a different point in my comedy career. It's still clearly not a household name or anything, but a different point. And uh, I, I thought it was time to do it again. And obviously that year turned out to be pretty wild. <laughs> uh, and it, so it didn't, it's definitely not the book that I thought it was going to, was going to be. Um, but uh, that'll come out. Uh, at some point, I think working title is uh, at least the dinosaurs got to die surprised. Um, <laughs> that's because that's one of the that is one of the jokes I wrote during that time it is what I was doing jokes on stage in like the first week in March 2020 that was just about how the Internet was like it was either like you're going to be fine or you're going to die. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, and I was like, at least the, that was my thought is at least the dinosaurs got to die surprised. Like we're not, <laughs> yeah. we're not going to get that. Our first thought is going to be whenever, whenever, whatever catastrophe might take us, our first thought will be like, I saw an article about this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't read it. It was behind no. a paywall. So I, I didn't. Yeah. Saw the headline. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Good> click. So. <laughs> 
oh, that looks bad. Yeah. <laughs> so do you put those put books? Will you put it out yourself or how does that work for you? I think so. Everything I've done so far has been self-published. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, I, I'll probably put that one out too. They're all, they're on Amazon. And the other, the other one, uh, there's no fucking way you're getting a Is pony. Is a children's it's, book? It's a children's book for adults. I like to okay, call it. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I love the title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that one, that one's more fun. It's just, uh, you know, all the, all the, I, I had an artist do the artwork and stuff, but they're all pictures of me and my youngest daughter. Oh. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that one was, that's a, that's a fun, silly one. Speaking of artwork, uh, the artwork oh, for yeah. the new artwork on your podcast, was that I done by it. one of your kids? <laughs> so, okay. I no. Okay. Was that you? Uh-oh. Yeah. It is, <laughs> no, no. It's, this is what's so funny about it is like, I just started, I jokingly, years ago made like a can like people put out comedians put out like here's where i'm gonna be in april mm -hmm. and like it's like a nice looking poster with graphics and everything and i i just like <laughs> i just like drew a crappy picture of me like a stick mm -hmm. figure and, put, and like somehow over the years it's my brand now i just mm -hmm. everything is like I, I just it's like on notebook paper i just like scratch it out and write it out but that my art talent is apparently kid level because <laughs> because a lot of people think it is my kids and I, sometimes i don't even correct them i'm just like yeah my daughter does that yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious because when i saw it i said oh one of his kids did his artwork <clears throat> how nice <laughs> yeah. they, they have they have done a few i used to sell a shirt that my daughter uh it was a picture my daughter drew of me, but it was more like uh, it didn't sell. <laughs> it didn't sell very well. I would pitch the shirt and see my daughter drew it, and the crowd would be like, "Oh!" And then after the show, they'd be like, "I don't want it." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, jeez. My daughter's, and daughter's rare. in therapy now because yeah, of well, not, not yet, but not there, yet. you know, <laughs> my da my daughters wear my failed merch t-shirts oh nice <laughs> like an african village wears the losing super bowl team oh, <laughs> t-shirts yeah. just like i'll because I'll, I'll always give them a shirt if it's appropriate enough and uh, so they have like four or five different shirts i've had and some of them were experiments that just didn't i ordered one batch ever you know what i mean but yeah. My, yeah my kids are still wearing it so nice <laughs> let's talk about the slap Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> what did, what did, what was your take on that? Well, I, my overall take is, uh, like I am a, my wife is an elementary school paraeducator and mm -hmm. my overall take is hitting is wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's kind of wild to me how some of this is being spun, not a lot, but some, some of it is being spun as it's almost like this honorable thing he did to defend his wife. Yeah. And I think that is preposterous. I think he embarrassed his wife by doing that. Like she's a wildly successful, yeah, incredibly attractive woman who does not need her dipshit husband with an anger problem <laughs> to like run on stage and like do some sort of, so that, that part of it bothers me a little bit. 
I will say it was kind of a weird joke from Chris Rock. I, it was kind of dumb. It was a 90s movie reference. I don't know if he was. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he was riffing because he had said a couple of jokes that got a really good response. And maybe he just was like, oh, I'm going to go for a little crowd work while I'm up here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it it's a pretty wild reaction. And I, I, uh, I love Chris Rock. Chris Rock is, if not my favorite, one of my most favorite comedians of all time. Yeah. And uh, I, any sort of, slander on him other than it was kind of a dumb joke is i think wildly off base and wildly uh, just the almost like well i've heard some people say uh probably white people but i've heard some people say you don't talk about a black woman's hair one of the reasons i know that is because i watched a documentary chris rock made called good hair that is about black women's hair it's about it's about the economics of it, where it comes from, the weaves and all that stuff. It's like, you, I don't, yeah. when Chris Rock is being called into question for like his contributions to being African-American, yeah. I'm like, what the, what the fuck are we doing? Where, how, how did we get to this place where, look, and some of it's overstated. Some of it's like, I'm not more worried about people doing stuff to me on stage because that threat was always there. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. You can find clips on YouTube of things going wrong if you look for them. Right. Yeah. And not with me, but necessarily, but just in general. But it's when we lose, like when people are like, why would you make fun of anyone? You're like, I don't know, because we're human. <laughs> because yeah. that's part of what humor is. Mm-hmm. Because... Mm-hmm. In a weird way, what was more disturbing to me than the Chris Rock? Well, no, that was disturbing because it's literally assault, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But there was, I don't, it's the internet, so you don't know how much is real and how much is just people typing stuff to get you riled up. What yeah. sort of ru- Russian bot I was responding to, who knows? But <laughs> yeah. the Amy Schumer did a bit in the Oscars that was about seat fillers. She was talking about how oh, there's seat fillers at the Oscars. And, and she's like, oh, here's one right here. And it was Kristen Dunst, um, who was obviously a famous lady yeah. actress who is not a seat filler. Right. And she goes, hey, will you move so I can talk to this guy who was her husband? And it's like, it's a joke, right? Yeah, it's yeah. A, of course. It's a, a joke that Kristen Dunst was in on. Why do you think she got up? Why yeah. do you think? But there were literally people online who were like, that was so disrespectful to Kirsten Dunst. And I'm like, we've lost our minds if we're not looking at what jokes are and what, I mean, the host of the Oscars made jokes about Will and Jada's open marriage in the beginning. That's on the table, but you have a shaved head isn't on the table. And I don't, I don't under, I don't understand that how, what to me is a very simple, sad thing mm-hmm. of like this guy maybe has some mental problems and he clearly lost his shit. Yeah. And he kind of humiliated Chris Rock mm-hmm. in a, you know, I think Chris Rock comes out looking okay, but I mean, he got slapped in front of a, bil- a billion people. Yeah. <laughs> who have seen it at this point. And it, it, so it's just that. 
that thing, but if, but if one of the results of that is, it, it's like people are pretending like they don't understand what a joke is. And I, I don't believe them. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. If you yeah. are, if you really, I don't think anyone really thinks Amy Schumer's being mean. I think you're playing a character for yourself or something. It's like, even if you're not on stage, part of being, if you're married to someone, part of what keeps you together is talking shit about the people you know. <laughs> yeah. So of we course do that, in that bed is every night. Yeah, that's it's also like, oh my god, you see so and did you hear what so and so said today? Are you yeah. kidding? That's it's just a part. It's it a part of human nature. Maybe it's not our best part, but it's like it's not. Comedy is not who we wish we were. Comedy is who we are. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's 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 like, hey, let's do jokes on how I wish humanity was. Well, that's not funny. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's exactly. true. Yeah. That's not funny. And to 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 be like there's I go on Twitter and it's like Chris Rock's ableist comments talking to, you know, she's disabled and I'm like, I'm sorry. When I don't recall ever giving money to, to the alopecia walk. When was that? When, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm sure it's, I'm glad I don't have it. I don't, it's fine. It's like, I'm not saying it's easy to have it, but I'm like, we got to calm down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. About, uh, uh, about things like that. So it, it's, it's pretty wild. It was fun when it, happened on twitter i kind of felt like twitter's back this is fun <laughs> like it was like everyone everyone yeah. and then like day two it's the think pieces oh yeah do you know what i mean what this really means and yeah. what it means to this and you're like that's ah, not fun anymore it's just you know what i mean it's down <laughs> yeah. to yeah we're how much analyzing of a guy losing his temper and assaulting a man do we yeah. need to do because yeah. everything has everything has backstory everything is like you know uh so it's it's uh at this point i just feel kind of uh saddened by the whole thing because it's um it's just a i think it's it's kind of an embarrassment to i'm not in that industry uh the hollywood industry but it's like man talk about an out of touch yeah group of people where that yeah. and then they give them a standing ovation i know yeah are you look you don't know how you're going to react in a situation and i've definitely in my life not reacted how i wished i would have in situations yeah. but i would like to think i would have the wherewithal to be like okay this guy just slapped the shit out of one of the best comedians of all time mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not going to clap for him if yeah. he wins this Oscar. Yeah. Let alone stand. Definitely up not standing. <laughs> while he's he's rambling about being a vessel of love or some horse shit. Like what are you're out of your mind. <laughs> you know, so I I I I just but I think the fact cuz it's actors, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't I I know some actors. I don't want to be mean, but it's like I feel like when you're at the Oscars, you're in a play. Oh, okay. And yeah. actors know whatever happens in the play, the show must go on. Mm -hmm. So it's like, whatever, someone forgot their lines, a phone rings in the audience, whatever, you just keep going. And it was like, well, something weird just happened, but the show must go on. He won an Oscar. I'm going to stand and clap for him. I'll do my part. Yeah. And I, 
And I almost feel like that shows how phony it all is Mm -hmm. because that shows if Will Smith had not slapped Chris Rock and they gave him a standing ovation, it would have been just as phony. It would have meant just as little. Oh yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just, Mm -hmm. it's all bullshit. They're all, yeah. yeah, Who saw that fucking movie, by the way? (laughs) I didn't even know it existed. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I hadn't heard of it. I might want to watch that. Like, <laughs> yeah, Jane. No, the one oh, the one. the Williams oh, sisters oh, yeah. one. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I've never heard of it. I'm like, yeah. well, that seems interesting. GI Jane, I'm sure, is way up in streams. Oh, this I'm week. sure. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah everyone's <laughs> watching it now. That was, I was my, that amazed was... at how Chris Rock handled himself. I mean, just stay absolutely, there. Yeah. absolutely. And there, when you watch the when you the other feeds that didn't cut out. He goes, he gets slapped. He goes, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me or whatever. And then he says, he goes, before he kind of goes back into attempting to read the script. Yeah. He he goes, man, I could. And then he didn't say anything. (laughs) And that's the thing where I, I, that's a lot of restraint. Yeah. Because Chris Rock knows how to make fun of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he knows how to make fun of a shitty rapper who is mm-hmm. in a terrible TV show whose <laughs> wife fucks his son's friend. <laughs> right. He knows how to do that at a yeah. level that few on the planet do. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. when you're cornered. All your instincts as a comedian are like when you get cornered, you get near, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and he I think out of respect to the event and the other people and everything else, he just didn't do it. So you yeah. think in that moment, if everything flashed in about what he could do. <laughs> when, he, like, when he, yeah, when he goes, man, I could <laughs> and didn't. <Nope. laughs> you know, and how about that? Uh, poor Questlove won an Oscar. You know, he's up there crying about the greatest moment of his life, about some beautiful story. And everyone's just like, what the fuck just happened with Will Smith? Like, no <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah. you know, so it, it's it's yeah, that's uh, that's quite a move to uh, and we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, as time goes forward. I'm sure there's a road to redemption for. Yeah, there is. Yeah, sure there is. well, at some point. But it is that facade of like he was like one of the most likable people in I the know. world. That's gone. Yeah. 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 For sure. He has an old song called Mr. Nice Guy. But oh, yeah. I, that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> no, no. He's. <laughs> yeah. And I do. I do think. There's. Can we stop? I mean, there are nice people in the world. I like to think I'm one of them. But can we stop glorifying how nice people are? Because how many times are we going to be realized that like everyone is imperfect and everyone is the more the more pub the more public you are about just how great you are and how nice you are it's like the more the more weird shit is boiling underneath you uh (laughs) do you know what i mean to make that effort come out (laughs) yeah let's let's start respecting some of our celebrities who, when you ask them for an autograph, tell you to fuck off. Let's start. (laughs) Let's start respecting them because they're being real. Yeah. Yeah, And, and they might be nice to the people they care about and the people they love about, but they're not playing some weird public game where they think, you know, um, it, and I, I do think there's something to that. Don't get me wrong. I think there's some people who seem like so authentically 
uh, nice. Like I would be really surprised if Tom Hanks slapped the shit out of somebody. Yeah. But yeah. You, you know, I, I'm as surprised that Will Smith did. Yeah, I know. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The thing that kind of, well, sucked for us a little bit. We did a podcast uh, a few nights ago, and at the end, um, there were four comics in the room with us. Uh, I was in person, and at the end, um, one of the comics walks up to the other one and just gives them, like, it was all in fun and everything, yeah. smacks him on the head just a little bit and because uh, he was saying something dumb. And uh, well, we put a clip out of it, but I really wanted to just isolate that part and say something like, um, you know, Chris Rock isn't the only one getting slapped these days or something like that. Right, and right. Prior to this event, I think I could have put that out. Uh, but now I ask Wendy, I was like, should I, I like, put this no. out? <laughs> Don't do yeah, it. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty uh, contentious time for things like that. And I also want to, I do want to say, it is actually never my intention to hurt anyone. Yeah, same. same. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't, I've said things on stage that I, I've said things on stage I regretted so quickly, I apologize to the person after I said them. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, this is from a decade ago, but I still remember it. Some guy was saying something and I, I go, I go, what's that fattest guy in the room? Oh. <laughs> and and then it I go, came out. it just came out, man. And then I go, I'm sorry I said that. That was really shitty. That was really, <laughs> and not only that, you're not, you're not. I'm not going to point he out is. who is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, I don't, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't, there's probably too much talk about punching down. In yeah. general, and also you're not punching down to a m m very famous, beautiful millionaire. That's punching down, right? Mm -hmm. That 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 didn't make sense to me. But it it is every joke has a victim. That's the reality. Yeah. Even if 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 it's a joke about myself, if it's a joke about um anything, any joke has a victim. And if it's a victim that's not personal to anyone, it's easier to to do. But it's like it's. It's uh, if it's an embarrassing story about yourself, you're the victim. Right. You know, if every joke has a victim and there's just no way really around that. So this idea of like, let's all these brilliant comedians, let's just change what humor is because uh, because sometimes it hurts people's feelings. You're like, well, OK, that's <laughs> I guess you didn't see Ricky Gervais's thing when he when he did the Emmys. You know, because it was all me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He can yeah. be, <laughs> yeah, he can you be know. pretty harsh, but he's I always funny him. usually. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fun. It's fun to poke fun. We're poking fun at at vacant celebrities who make a ton of money for doing yeah. make believe. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. That's why I can never get too serious about comedy because I'm like, I what the fuck is this life I even have where I just, I'm traveling yeah. around telling so stories. Awesome. What do I have to complain about? Really? Like, Oh, that guy got something I didn't get or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's silly. You have to pull back and go like, this is a silly, silly blessed life. Yeah. And if I have to do that, then the Smiths really have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, 
But yeah, anyway, you probably shouldn't ask me that question. It really no, unleashed a lot. I apologize. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yes. Also, we know so much about that family that we don't need to know. We we know. Yeah. Yeah. We know they're, they're in an open marriage. We know all these things because they have told us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's 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 weird to be like we're going to be wildly public about things that frankly aren't your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then wildly sensitive about alopecia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. That doesn't true. make any that doesn't make any sense to me. It's all or nothing. You can't you yeah. can't you can't sit down at the red table and be like we have sex with other people. Here's how it makes us feel and Don't then be like to- how dare you even talk to us about yeah. any like what? Uh, that's <laughs> not how you can't make all the rules as you go along. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I hadn't Definitely. thought of it that way. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. For sure. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the business of it. You've got shows in Boise Woo-hoo! at the Lounge at let's the end go, of the Universe, April fourteenth, fifteenth, yes. and sixteenth at seven p.m. Now you've performed at the Lounge before, you said. I did. I did. It, it was kind of pandemic-y times, but I did it in. Uh, now I can't remember, but I did it one other time. Oh, nice. Uh, oh. Yeah, and it, and it was fun. I think when I did it, it was just. Uh, I think. Vax- vaccines had just come out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I think it was like early 2021. Wow. Uh, okay. Is when I did it, and so it was like still some seating restrictions and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it'll be it'll be nice to come back and uh, um and uh, get the full experience. I'm re- I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Awesome. And then where are you going after that? Um, I am. I have some stuff. Uh, I think I have a show in Lacey, Washington. I have a show in. Uh, Enumclaw, Washington, Longview, Washington, and then I go. I go to Vegas. I go to Vegas the week after that. Oh, awesome! So, Sweet. yeah. Are you doing Wise Guys there? Or are you doing somewhere else? I'm actually doing um, a couple things. I'm doing um, the Laugh Factory at oh, Tropicana, awesome. like yeah. on the Monday through Wednesday, and then I'm doing um, uh, on Friday. Um, I think it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, Oh man, now I can't remember. GabrielRutledge.com has my full schedule. Right, oh, okay, there you go. Go, but, uh, go there. <laughs> but at other places in Vegas, yeah. Okay, gotcha. I only mentioned Wise Guys because we go to Salt Lake frequently for shows because uh, we don't get a ton here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope to go. Uh, there's Wise Guys in Vegas now, and I have been to the ones in Utah, but it's been a lot of years. I'm hoping that I'm hoping the Dry Bar will kind of get me back in because they they tape those in. Provo, um, right? Provo, in in yeah. Provo, yeah. yeah. So Dry Bar is coming to Caldwell here. We actually got tickets to that in May, the Dry Bar tour. Yeah, that'll be fun. That that'll be. I think they do really well with that. Uh, and it's even um, it's because I have kids, so I understand the appeal of being able to go to a comedy oh, show yeah. with your children. And I'm actually actually in uh, in Spokane. I think it's May 9th or whatever. I'm doing a one of the shows is like a 4:30 p.m all ages it's like recommended 13 plus oh, wow. and i'm 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 excited slash nervous about that yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i can see. so yeah so that should, that that should be fun uh, yeah. i will not be sharing any of my hot will smith takes with those children yeah. but no, you know no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be fun awesome well thank you so much yes, for doing the podcast you guys i appreciate it thanks so much out your schedule to do it um, yeah, once again at the lounge at the end of the universe, April 14th, 15th, and 16th at 7 p.m. And it looks like 
featuring is Reese Samuels. Oh, Have Reese Samuels. Reese? Oh, great. Yeah, I love her. That'll be great, oh, too. Oh, good. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. I'm yeah, signing Yeah, thank you, out. guys. Signing Appreciate off. it. I'm Chris Adams. I'm Wendy Moser. Hashtag get toasted. Stay toasted. Thanks again. Thank you, Gabriel. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you. Have a good one.